It's Jen the Builder. And Corey. And today we're going to be talking about the power of a good partner on the elevator ride. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's do it. I think this is really important because we're ending the year and this weekend has been all about the power of a good partner. And in addition, when you're not such, I don't want to say good, when you're not partnering it can really make you feel powerless. Yes, this is true. Or you're not focused. Yeah. Losing focus in a partnership can be detrimental to the partnership. Right. So we'll get back to that. But man, the weekend's done. It's Monday. And this is the week of Christmas for most. And I believe Hanukkah was sundown yesterday. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So a lot of big things. We were out and about this weekend, and Gore, you took me to see the lights in Chino. I did. That was That's always a fun time for me. So if you're not aware of what goes on in this part of California, they have these light competitions for homes. And sometimes they're not even competitions. Sometimes people just really want to you know, jazz their houses up and make their houses look very festive. Spread the joy. Yeah. And so during this time of year, what you see is people going much further out of their way to do things than they would normally do. And because we were in such a tight situation with the pandemic, you know, people just weren't able to celebrate the way they wanted to. But this year has truly been a uh, comeback like none other. (laughs) I like that. It has been a comeback. People were just having such a good time. And we were talking about, oh, my gosh, like two years ago, this wasn't happening. And it was cool because one house we drove by, he was dressed like the Grinch. Yeah. And he gave photo ops to everyone who stopped by his house. And all the homes like were playing music. Spirits were high. Just really good vibes that night. So, again, good to see people out. Um, speaking of people out, we went to a mall that we like to visit. Don't ask me why we did the mall thing, but here's our tip. You go at night. It's not so crowded. Right. Later at night, not early in the night, but like around 8, 8.30-ish. Yes, it's wonderful. That's when you can move, maneuver and get around there when you need and get what you need and get out of there. Yeah. And by the time this episode airs, speaking of people getting out and coming together, we would have already hung out with band and some really close friends. Um, So I'm looking forward to that and talking about the acoustic set when it happens. I love when bands play acoustic um, and when those harmonies come together, it's amazing. I'm nervous. It's just us. (laughs) What makes you nervous about this? Because it is so intimate and people really can just hone in on every Mm. nuance and so even though I'm not fearful that, you know, we're going to mess up because, like like you said, it's, it's you guys. But still, you want to give your best every time you open your mouth, every time you stroke those strings. You want to know that everything you had inside of you was coming out. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, we're celebrating a friend whose husband has just come from overseas and it's been a long time coming and we're going to meet him for the first time. For the first time. And so what's strange about this is like, We've been hanging out with this friend 
for a long time now, almost two years, a year and a half, two years. And so we've never met her husband and the excitement has just been building and building and building yeah. until finally it's, it's, it's going to happen. And so we're going to be able to tell you guys all about right. this. And it's just really exciting for us. So. Let me just say, because of him, I've got to do hair and makeup. If it weren't for him, <laughs> I would be in sweats, hair pulled back, and just chilling. I'm uh, going to forego the makeup. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about the power of a good partner. Sure. And what makes a partner a good one. Yeah. Well, let's start off by saying this. And, and, and when I say it, you're going to know exactly what I mean. First, let's get a partner. Mm-hmm. Without a partner, it's not impossible. But let me tell you something. I tried this thing called life without my partner and it just wasn't working right. Now, could I have survived? Could I have made it? Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, no problem. But it's something about having a partner, someone helping you do just about everything in your life that you're doing to uh, accomplish the same goal that changes the trajectory and allows you a greater opportunity of success. So true. Um, and by partner, we talk about husband, wife, sure, you know, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, uh, best friend, best parents, friend, yeah, you know, um, just to partner. So I know in the co- coaching world, you know, we talk about it's a partnership right. where we believe that the person we're working with is fully capable, has talent and skills, and uh, were, if you will, like a sounding board, the person who listens, the person who guides with questions and things like that. So um, someone asked me, you know, Jen, do you and Corey ever argue? Because like you guys work together in the same place, you podcast together, you do Genco together. Like, what does that look like? Let me say we are so human when it comes to who we are as husband and wife and talk about a good partner. So no excuses, but at this time in my life, I'm going through some changes (laughs) and they're intense. And sometimes it's out of my control. Um, Now I've been trying to do really good about honing it in, taking 10 breaths before I speak, you know, the whole nine, but there are times when that doesn't work. So a good partner, um, eventually, you know, we have our conflicts, right, Corey? Absolutely. Um, conflict resolution is so key in in what we do. And there are times when I've said, you know what? We're, we're not going to do the podcast next week. Like, we need a break. And I don't know if I can sit next to you and <laughs> have a conversation alongside you. Um, and a lot of people I know are like, I can't imagine you and Corey arguing. Well, it happens. It happens. And at the end of it, we, when we're calm, we're able to resolve conflict. Um, and my takeaway in a good partner is this. A good partner will speak on their perspective and how they feel and start a lot of their sentence with, sentences with I mm-hmm. instead of you. you. You, you, you know, and it seems so simple, but when you're in the heat of it, you're not trying to say, 
Hi. <laughs> what's uh what's the takeaway from you, Corey? So in a good partner. In, in a good partner, what you find is that they're and I know this sounds very cliche and very corny, but they complete you, number one. Number two, they complete the things that you do. You say, Well, what do you mean? You start something and they complete everything. No. I mean they understand what it takes to get that particular job done, especially when you're struggling to complete something. That That's what I love about having a partner that knows me and I know her. You can really cover a lot of ground without uh, outputting a lot of energy. And that's that's important for me because we got multiple things going on mm-hmm. all the time. And so if you're putting out minimal amount of energy but getting maximum results, it's incredible. It just takes you to that next level. And, and when you get there, you got energy left. You know, you yeah. don't feel like it's all on you. You know somebody's carrying it's this shared. load. Yeah. Right. I love that. Um, I don't know if I'm going to share this, so let me hold that thought. Mm. I remember when you and I got into an argument recently, you said, Jen, I'm such and such an age and you're such and such an age and you know we can't allow for blow-ups like this like it's hard on our body it's just mentally draining um and you can really feel it take its effect right when we were younger we're just like what and you know you just kind (laughs) of went brody with it for no reason but yeah it's like is it really worth all of this you know, and so you just, I'm learning to be more wise about the things that come up and look at like, what else is going on here? You know, what are some other triggers here that could be happening? So I am going to share it because I hope this helps someone. And again, this is for anybody who has a partner, business, friendship, marriage, relationship, whatever it is. And, and even team, like, I think that's so important. So I'm a big lister and, you know, we're getting ready for the new year. So one of the lists that you and I are working on, Corey, um, this Friday, this coming Friday, we're going to spend some time alone and create a list of the things that I absolutely love about you, your strengths, you know, how you show up as a good partner, um, the things that have kept us in it for the 20 years and on. And then the other list is things that I can't stand about you or I really no. don't care for or, you know. <laughs> I don't remember that part of the deal. Well, yeah, yeah, there's that list. Oh, okay. And so just imagine a piece of paper or a Word document, there's going to be three columns, right? The love, the eh, and then the things, the list of things that you're either not tolerating anymore or things that you don't want to tolerate in the future. Right. You know what I mean? And that's huge. And it's, and I loved what you said, Corey, like you said, I'm so glad we're doing these lists when we're not in the heat of the moment, Mm. when we're calm and, and we're clear headed and emotional intelligence and self-awareness and relationship management are like priority Right. Absolutely. So I'm looking forward to creating those lists. I think it's going to take us to the next level and elevate our relationship and our partnership. Right. And you just got to know, 
Uh, for those of you that are listening, if you're creating lists like this and your list is lopsided on the negative, then you may have to go to other links like um, counseling or maybe getting yeah. you know some some professional help. And it's okay because we've all been there at some point in time where we needed someone else, an outside source, to give us uh, some better options and better choices to make. Yeah. Um, I'll say this about, you know, anytime I have an argument with Jen, I have rules about arguing. Number one, argue fair. Um, you don't hit below the belt. You don't plan a, an attack to watch your partner or your mate suffer or struggle. Mm-hmm. In the midst of um, a chaotic situation, rule number two is no name calling. It's it's just really strange to you know be an adult and you're resorting to calling each other names. Rule number three, um, and and so this is what builds a good partner because once your partner knows that you're gonna fight fair and that you're gonna, and when I say fight, I don't even mean like literally fight. I mean just have a strong disagreement, and 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 we'll get to the, that. Uh, for but when you have these disagreements, strong disagreements, you know, you just want to be on the level all the way across the board, and then you just got to pick and choose the the battles you want to have. Is this the battle I want to really? I really want to fight. You know, I don't really want to have this argument argument about something that I'm not going to remember, I'm not going to care about, and doesn't mean a whole lot to me right this very minute. But it did, you know, twenty minutes ago. And here we go in this heated fallout and still accomplish nothing. And I, I'll say this for the men, always, 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 always get to the root of the problem because mm. nine times out of 10, whatever problem was presented is not the problem. <laughs> it's, That's true. It's something way, way deeper or something that you did a long time ago, but that leaving the toilet seat up probably wasn't the the root of the problem that that snapped the camel's back, but that wasn't what it was. So yeah, do some digging first and then do some out of body type um, exercises. When you hear those things that really irk you and make you angry, take a deep breath and have that out of body uh, moment and ask yourself, if I wasn't mad, would this really piss me off, irk me, push me to that next level. And if you can honestly say, yes, I I would be, then that's when you know this is a good opportunity to fight fair. Hey, what you said really hurt my feelings, and I'm going to ask you not to go there again. Mm -hmm. That's going to be a red flag for me. And if you have a good partner and you're working in tandem to have this great partnership, your partner will say, you know what? I'm not trying to hurt my partner. I'm not going to say that again. I'm not going to hurt him or her. But if that continues, then you know that person is trying to trigger you. Then that's what I mean by you may need to get some outside help just to get past those type of situations. And you broke those down really good. Well, thank you. Yeah. So you had mentioned getting to the root cause of the problem. Yes. Um, Love that. Some people may like, well, how do you do that? So what I've done before, what we've done is, you know, the, the five whys, right. You know, that always works in any situation. 
And so just having the conversations, listening, we've had a few episodes about listening. Um, And above that is when someone like your partner brings a problem to you, it's not necessarily something for you to fix or solve. You know, if you're a fixer, the tendency is, okay, lay it down, lay it out there. This is what we're going to do step by step. We miss the part of the person who's talking about the problem. So what she just said, let me translate that to the men. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) She just said that sometimes women are going to be mad and they're going to want to talk about things and point things out, but they don't want you to fix it because typically men are fixers. We want to just Mm. put the nuts and bolts and screws and drill and it's done. And then, yeah, it's working right again. Thank you. Let's keep it moving. But that's not all the time what has to happen. Now, let me, let me tell you, tell you guys, if you really, really, really want to pull one on your, on your partner, this is what you do. You start the conversation. They don't like that. And I don't know why they don't like that. And I'm not saying to do it on purpose. What I'm saying is we typically know as men, there's a storm a coming. And so before that storm gets there, what I do is I say, okay, there's a storm coming. I know she's upset about something. So I need to get ahead of this. So let me get ahead of it and say, hey, look, you know, I'm, I'm starting to sense some of this tension. Let, let's, let's talk about this now before it turns into something else. Because we know if we wake up in the morning, there's a, a sharp, and like, hey, good morning. And it's like, mm-hmm. Uh, everything okay? Mm Mm-hmm. You know it's going to be a a situation. So I just try to get ahead of it. And what I'm what I'm doing is, I'm allowing her to think about what it is she wants to talk about, and I'm allowing her to know that I'm aware that there's something more going on than just a normal day. And then when she's ready to bring it to me, then I say, okay, so that's why I was asking you this morning or last night or a couple of days ago. I I knew there was something going on and I wanted to make sure that you were okay. So now you've covered a couple of bases before you even got started into this disagreement and whether you're right, wrong or indifferent, you're, you, you have the ability to show that you care enough about what's happening in your, in your relationship partnership that you're willing to ask that question. And it just lands where it lands. You, you, you don't want to try to stop that disagreement from coming because she just said, she wants to talk about it. She wants, she don't want you to fix it. So you're not going to fix anything at that point. <laughs> I'm still here. Everyone. <laughs> I, I love how passionate you are about this. And I think it's great that you're giving men some advice. You know, it sucks when men are always on the defensive because women are like, I'm, I want to talk about this. And I want to talk about it now. Right. So speaking of that, um, I've learned through time that it is okay to table something. However, don't let it sit. You know, if you really need the time to think about it and you want to process it and you're taking a step back, you don't want anything to heighten, then do that, but always come back to it. Secondly, um, sometimes we, let me speak for myself, can romanticize something like I'm going to drop the hints. And if he really loves me and he cares (laughs) about me, he's going to know he's going to know, like I've said it enough. So direct communication, 
man, so important. Uh, <laughs> I've learned that the hard way. And I'm chuckling because, Corey, as you're talking, I remember when we were younger and the kind of fights we would get into. I remember I'd be like, well, I'm just going to go for the weekend and I'm packing. And you're like looking at me like, okay, I'm like, I'm really packing. Do you see that I am getting my stuff and I'm leaving? <laughs> and you know, inside it's so funny because you're like, stop me. Stop me because I really don't want to go. I just, I'm doing this to make a point or whatever. And I just remember how dramatic, oh, how dramatic. I want to say I would be, you fed into the drama sometimes. Um, and, but I think you might have got a kick out of me like storming around and, and <laughs> trying to figure things out. But. One thing I do want to say, speaking of good partner, is that the person has to be willing to change, right? Like if it's one-sided or if the mindset is, well, I'm, I'm growth mindset right now. I want to learn. I want to become um, all that I'm able to be as a partner. And the other one's like, well, I've arrived. You know, there's no reason for change here. That's like you're saying that is going to call for someone else to step in yeah. or you seek professional help on that. Um, and always remember, like, is this something that is going to matter in six years? You know, not, not, not folding laundry right. when right after you get the clothes out of the dryer. Is that really the deal breaker? But to your point, Corey, it's always something underlying. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely. So to answer people's questions, yes, we do argue. Yes, there are times when it gets a little heightened. No, we don't like it. And we've gotten a lot better about sitting down and having the real talk, having the real conversations and recognizing that this is a good partnership, you know, at all levels. It's a great partnership. There's still forward progress and there's still a positive mindset. We haven't turned on each other and definitely haven't turned on ourselves, which would be turning on each other. Nor will we ever, because no. I was telling uh, people that I work with, you know, Corey's like, it's, it's till death do his part, not somebody else. <laughs> and I was like, I wish somebody would, you know, and that's the part of me that's playful, but not right. You know? Um, so yeah. And then it's really important too. I do want to say this as people are preparing for the new year and you're trying to figure out, you know, what's new, the things you're looking forward to is tap into your core values. And if your partner doesn't know what they are, hopefully they do, but share them. Like typically pe people, you know, want honesty, loyalty, sense of humor, respect. Yeah, absolutely. So whatever makes you, you, those need to be shared. And then we don't use it against each other. We use it to know how to partner and show up for one another. Right. So hopefully you guys have a good partner and, you know, we're looking forward to 2023 as we're winding down and coming to the end of another year. Yeah. It's already over. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Anyways, everybody have a good week. And as always, we thank you so much for taking the ride with us. We appreciate it. Be ready for a whole elevated level of take the elevator next year we're excited about it i keep dropping seeds about real talk because i mean real what talk. you mean i mean you Corey. 
Anyways, <laughs> uh, we'll see you, or actually, we'll be back on on Wednesday. Yes. So stay tuned for a new episode. And until then, you know us to take the elevator. We say, look up and let's elevate. elevate. Every day, elevate.